Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcast Network. For more episodes like this, go to brelnetwork.com. Enjoy the show. Fatality. Hello and welcome to Movie Guys Podcast. Tonight we're talking about a Disney movie, Beauty and the Beast, starring Emma Watson, Dan Stevens, Luke Evans, Kevin Klein, Ewan McGregor, and directed by uh, Bill Condon. This is Jordan along with Eric and Ed. How are you guys doing tonight? Tale of the old time. (laughs) (laughs) It's, I'm okay, I guess. Like, I'm okay. I'm okay, everybody. I'm excited. Thanks for asking. I'm excited. I'm okay. This, Eric's okay. He's fine. Uh, this movie had a budget of 160 million and has already grossed 428.5. Guys, I'm not. Sequel? I'm not gonna lie. Why the fuck would they do a sequel? I guess they have already, didn't they? Yes. Have they done a sequel to Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, they've done like some. Cartoon yeah. Sequels. They're, they every Disney movie has a sequel. Oh my God! There's a, okay. Well, I all right, thank God I never even heard of it. A- anyway, I I can tell you right now that like going into this movie, and I think I speak for all of us when already there's a high bar. You're, there's there's a set of uh, a nostalgic bar that has been already placed when walking into this movie. And just say, like, okay, I know exactly what to expect. I know all the characters. I know the songs. All this shit. Like, let's go. Let's see what you got, Disney. And uh, I mean, we'll we'll go into it, but ultimately, I I'm, I was pleasantly surprised actually by it. Like, I, I kind of like this this shot for shot, and then a little bit of new kind of detail, rather than it being something like where someone's trying to revamp it and then like give a nod or homage to to the old. So this was it was kind of done on the other side of the of the of the spectrum, here, and I and I liked it. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I watched it, you know, I I went with a uh, a friend of mine, and uh, she was a lot more giddy than I was, but at the same time, I'm a Disney movie fan, love Disney movies, and I I, I thoroughly enjoyed it uh, the whole time. Yeah, I went with my sister, and she, she was all hyped to go see it, because obviously, it was, you know, uh, many car trips where we had a high-top band, and we used to watch pretty much the same five movies over and over again. Nice. Oh, you had one of those shagging wagons, one of them conversion vans. Yeah. They we, have like uh, curtains and stuff on it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, buddy. That was a big body, man. We, Oh, man, we would drive, and it was either that or Jumanji. Maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe some babe in there, too. Oh. It was a, it was a good time. See, you were living high in the I, home. My, I grew up poor as shit. I made my dad we re-listen to the cassette tapes. I said that right. Cassette tapes yeah, of the Green with Envy, the Power Rangers, when the Green Ranger went from bad to good, and they were on cassette tapes. The entire, like, they were recorded horrible. from the, fu- yeah, oh my God. Looking back on it now, I think as an adult, making my dad go through that, that's the reason I don't have children, because I would kill myself. <laughs> like, if I was him, uh, I would have I drove that car off a cliff. I um I had a packed house. I went with uh, my wife, myself, my brother and his wife, and uh, 
not only my friend, but your guys' friend, Ryan and his wife, too. Oh, man, you guys made a day of it, huh? And, uh, oh, yeah. And um, it was it was it was a packed house. It was a seven fifteen show. We got there at seven o'clock, and we had to sit up the very very front. There was not an empty seat in the whole place. It was packed. Uh, great time, great time. Had a had, had an amazing time watching it. Um, feelings of the movie? We'll get into that. But uh, yeah, it was really fun to have the experience. The most packed house I've had all year so far. More packed than Star Wars, believe it or not. Well, really, it it, it speaks to. A much a much wider audience because yeah well yeah. as like Star Wars because this is 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 obviously very very family friendly and I, I think it's it's toned down like there's a few things that I mean we'll get into it but even from the from the start like uh, it was it was very beautifully done uh, uh, just visually right just the way that they kind of moved from from cartoon to this kind of the real life so like the set design the the costume i thought it was it was very pretty the way everything was done um i was happy because i went in there all sorts of fucked up with my sister and we just it's you know there's obviously we're, we're comfortable with each other and so the entire time we're just kind of leaning over just going what the fuck you know just we could talk to each other about it and i remember the first thing was in the opening credits or the opening uh, uh intro uh when they did the castle the disney castle we know we're saying, that's, mm-hmm. not, uh, that's not the castle. Mm-hmm. That's not, oh, it's it's that makes sense. It's, it's the Beast Castle, and then goes yeah. right, goes right into the whole uh, uh, start of it. Which, by the way, can we start about the intro? Like, because that's absolutely that's the, probably the, the the most one of the most memorable parts of the cartoon. Right? It's just that the soft piano and the the dark tone and just kind of going into the the princess curse of the castle. Like that's. It's a huge part, right? That's goosebumps. Yeah, and I wanted to add about this. Uh, I have never seen the Broadway show, uh, but my wife was telling me that some stuff that that was new in this movie was because they added from the Broadway show. I actually prefer the nineteen ninety uh, was it ninety one ninety three um, cartoon opening more than this one. I thought that. The dance was a little bit too much, and I just would rather have had it a little bit easier into it. Getting to know more about the prince, I thought, was not necessary. Really? I mean, like, the way they went about it, in my opinion, was was a little weird. Uh, I mean, I just, I just really didn't like how they gave us the whole dance sequence and how he was such a douche. I mean, we could get that just by the story alone. Not by having this five extra minutes of, of background that we didn't really need. I, I think that foreshadowing was, was actually a good touch. Like, just to add oh. a little bit more to it. And we'll get into it. Like, I it I think that later on it kind of contradicts itself a bit more in, in the overall theme of the movie. And we'll get into that a bit more. But um, I didn't mind it at all. Just a little bit more story because there was a lot of because there was not enough information in the cartoon version. There was a lot of like theories that were going around, being like, "This prince is actually, you know, like didn't add up." Whether it be his age or chronologically when the witch visited him or uh, the enchantress visited him. Um, so a lot of people had you know theories about the original cartoon because of the lack of information, and so I think this did a very good job of kind of clearing a lot of stuff up. Like this is actually who the prince is. This is his background. This is where he comes from. This is why. 
let's let's actually tie into that, like you just said, because I had a lot of questions. How long has he been the beast? They, I don't ever remember them saying how long. Oh, it's been ten years. They said in the movie it's been ten years. Well, I I don't know if if it's in regards to this movie. They in this movie they just say years and years, right? Yeah, that's all yeah. they said is years and years. But duh, anybody that knows Be- Beauty and the Beast Lord knows it's ten years. So Jordan, you're was you're that fine. in the original ninety one movie it's that he's the, been a beast for the, ten years? It's in the song. Ten years we've been rusting. So much oh, more than dusting. Okay. Getting exercise. Oh, sing it, sing it, song. my man, sing it. <laughs> Someone's gonna tell me I'm wrong on that one, but yeah, it's uh, ten years. It's, okay. Okay. So we're just gonna argue that's ten years. So the beast is like. So are they saying like one rose petal falls a year? I'm, uh, you I'm, know. Well, that's the other part. We'll, uh, we won't be getting ahead of ourselves. I don't think it was ten years. I think it must have been less than. It may have been less than ten years, but it, I don't know. Actually, it has to have been ten years because I, I'm trying to think like how uh, uh, um, it played in with like the villagers because that was another part too. Like, if there was a huge castle and suddenly everybody turned into objects, and especially yeah. because it was a fucking huge castle and they were doing a lot to the like, people would remember that shit, right? Be like, hey, remember that castle? You know, like, why yeah. my, my my wife and son were there. Where the fuck did they go? Yeah, I know I had like a wife and kids somewhere. I don't know where that. But didn't that'd be fine. Well, didn't they say that the enchantress put a spell on all those people that they yeah, couldn't remember? Yeah, that that was very good. That they kind of, you know. Plug that hole up. Fill the plot hole, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that nice. that's 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 fine. I think that's almost like a big reason why they did this movie because it's like, hey, hey, Disney boardroom, uh, we're getting a lot of shit from people about the story of Beauty and the Beast. Um, let's redo it and let, we can really just clarify like a lot of the shit that we want to. So kind of the same thing that they did with like Star Wars, you know? Yeah. So Disney is is cleaning up right now in in both. Literal and figurative lay, uh, 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 way, I mean, by, by cleaning a lot of everything up. Like, cleaning up movie money, and then cleaning up story honey. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, literally everything that's been that's made money in the last three years has been Disney. Yeah, they're cleaning up... And they're just going to keep and, doing it. ...and story, and, and it's good, because now we have an explanation yeah. of why the Death Star had that. And Yeah, so it's like, they're, they're, they're doing their homework, and, and what up? What up, Disney? Yeah. So I, I like... Kudos. Yeah, I like that. But, uh, so going right into it, like, with casting and just the way that kind of the movie starts off pace with uh, the bonjour opening number, like, wh- what do you guys think? Well, that's a qu- Well, I'm going to answer that with this question. What do you guys think of Emma Watson? I mean, like, I was so... When I first heard about this movie last year... I went to my – and I was like, Gina, they're remaking Beauty and the Beast. It's going to be live action, and Emma Watson is Belle. She's born to play this role. And a year later, I'm so happy that I said that because I stand by it. Emma Watson is beautiful as fucking Belle. This is perfect. Emma Watson is my, is my second dream wife. I, I have a rant, and I, don't, I'll, I wanted you to talk a little bit more before I go off on this long-winded rant about what I think of uh. – of Belle in, in casting. It's all, my opinion have, has always been like this ever since I rewatched Beauty and the Beast when, you know, when I'm older. Okay, well, I thought, I mean, Emma Watson's obviously hot. She ha- Her and Jennifer Lawrence, I, I think, are the 
her, Jennifer Lawrence, and then uh, oh god, I'm gonna I can't believe I forgot her name, but uh, Har- the chick who played Harley Quinn. They're the three hottest Margot women. Margot yeah, Robbie. Margot Robbie. They're the three hottest women in in the movie scene. Um, like, and not just like I don't mean hottest in the terms of us beautiful. What I'm saying is, is Popularity. like, yeah, they're popular. Yeah, they're the three most popular women in 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 the film industry. Um, for uh, things other than their films, obviously, like their personalities. People like their personalities and, and whatnot. Um, you know, but you know, realistically, if I was, you know, just me, if I was to find a woman that I would want to marry, she would be a combination of of uh, all three of them. You know, Margot Rob- Margot Robbie for like her her spiritedness. Jennifer Lawrence's like sense of humor and like I have a thing for for women that are slightly thick. And then Emma Watson's like sense of you know humbleness, being humble, and you know her her not being afraid to go to her fans and like take pictures with, with little girls who are in Hermione outfits. Like that's cute. That's you know what I okay. I'm happy you said that because any other podcast would have said three things: tits, ass, and face. And you, you. Oh, those very, are three, but yeah, uh, a very, a very uh, high road with that. So I wanted to bring it back down, everybody, uh, back down to, uh, to the lowbrow stuff. So now we're back in here. Nice. No, I mean, like I mean, Emma Watson, I, I thought that. was really good. I didn't know that she could sing. I was really <laughs> happy that she could. Um, I believed her as Belle. I really think that she was perfect as Belle. I mean, I, I really do. Uh, I could not find any other actress that would be better for Belle overall as a character and overall for the looks. She's very good. I'm very happy. I don't know why I'm going on a rant about this because I was just so excited that she was in it. But yeah, other than that, she was amazing. Alright, boys, you ready? Yeah. Yeah. So, I I think this is, sometimes casting is, is just very well done. And I think that this is very well done, but not for the same reason that you, that you all may think. I think that, that Belle... Is is kind of a bitch, actually, and uh, with with reason. And obviously, there's you know some counterpoints in between here and there to kind of uh, go against my thought. But here's where I'm coming from. Okay, she uh, lives in in this kind of small French town, right? And she's only known uh, uh, kind of uh, been with her and her father, so single kid in a single parent house. Uh, she's uh, clearly the most beautiful in the town. And people are kind of, um, well, they don't like her because of it, but she's still the highly sought after because of it, too. So uh, she's just kind of like, man, I, I, you know, whatever, all you motherfuckers. I'm just going to do my fucking thing. Don't worry about me. I know you all want it, but I don't want any of you because I want some next level shit. And so when Gaston would come in and he'd be like, hey, well, you're top, I'm the top. I think we should get this going. She's like, you know what? You're not even worth the time pass, dude. I'm not even going to try. I don't want to get to know you. You're just in the face. Hold on. And just all this shit. And Gaston will keep on trying because he's a hunter. And he's a dick. I get that. Everybody right now, before I get to you, Gaston's a dick. I get that. So let's, <laughs> let's fast forward to the whole she gets to the beast thing. She's in a strange new area. She's on this little adventure, uh, I guess, trying to rescue her father. She finds this castle. And all this shit happens where the beast comes in. The Beast, guess what, is also a dick, okay? He's, he's fucking mean, he's, he's very shut off, closed off and shit like that, and Belle's all scared of him, but because of, of some shit that happens, and now that she's the prisoner, like, in she gets Stockholm Syndrome, and she kind of falls in 
love with this guy. Now, here's the weird part about it, is that he's just ugly on the outside, right? And he's just kind of a dick and just really, like, pushed back this entire time, getting a lot of resistance. And uh, just because it's not like she's trying to go after him and he's pushing away. Like, they both hate each other, right? Uh, she kind of gives him a chance just because she's stuck in this small area with him this entire time. And because uh, what bothers me is that why, if she was stuck in a a small village, why would she never give Gaston a chance? You know, like what, what about the beast? She's like, you know what? I'll give you a chance and I'll, and I'll see if I can change you a little bit. And uh, why not Gaston? Who is, you know, she's known. And I think it's because the beast got fucking money. Because she's stuck in this castle, and she's just like, man, this really... But you know what? This is a big fucking castle. <laughs> this is a real big fucking castle. And I got this big library. Like, I can just sit here all fucking day and just read books and shit. And See, but that's... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. That, that's basically what, what it is. And I, I feel like uh, like it's Emma Watson is like that, that image of this chick who's just like, you know what? Uh, you're not really worth it. I'm just kind of better than you. And I was waiting for somebody to come along who's like cool enough but can give me a bunch of stuff too well but here's the thing bell is one of those characters like and i can't believe we're having i can't believe we're having this discussion and this argument but bell is one of those disney characters that like she's she's odd because of her family like her her dad not has made her odd but her, her dad was much more cultured than anybody else in the village because they're from paris and she reads and you know and she goes in that little tiny little library at the very beginning and they've got five books and he's like, well, you can read one of these five over again. I don't have anything new. And she's like, that's fine. I'll just do it. I just, you know, go over it again. So Gaston, who is a huge dick, but he's one of those guys that everybody remembers from high school. The one that's like, I'm the best looking and I'm the jock and I'm the best at this and I'm the best at that. Like I'm the quarterback. So I'm the king shit. And sometimes there was always that one girl who was smoking hot that but she was just better than him. You know, so like she wouldn't stoop to that level just because he was good looking. Bell's that same way. So, yeah, okay, there, maybe there's a little Stockholm syndrome going on. You know, fast forward to when she's in, in prison and she makes the sacrifice for her father. But, you know, like she, he, he lets her out because, you know, they, he, he knows and he's told, that, you know, listen, you've got X amount of time. You know, maybe you've got whatever, let's just call it a year. You've got X amount of time before we all are stuck. Give her a fucking shot. Don't be such a dick. So he opens up, and then she sees that he's cultured. Yeah, he's got money, but that's the only way you had culture back then was you were you came you had money. So he's so he's got a big library, and he's changed, not for the better, and because he's been sad, you know, been sad and been alone, but he's been also able to reflect and read. So he's become more cultured, which is what she had desired, not necessarily even in another person, but in just in general. And she falls in love with him despite his outwardly appearance because inside he's turned into a good dude. That's the story. And I'll roll with you on it um, because you're – I'm agreeing to a disagree that our images are of Belle are somewhat different. I see, again, this This is how I see Emma Watson, though, as like a Taylor Swift or like an Olsen twin, where they're, they know that they're a dime piece. They know that they're up there and uh, that their value is just whatever. But there's just some sort of dis, maybe an arrogance or smugness about it that they, that they wear that I just, for some reason, I feel like it's, it's very unpopular opinion, That, but I just... 
I don't know. I get a sense. That's my judgment of character when I see them, where it's just it, it, maybe it's like a, a, a bit of selfishness and mixed in with just kind of a um, I don't want to say confidence, but just almost like they're they're the ones to quick talk behind your back, you know. You know, but I mean, potentially, or, or you know, be, she be almost faked, like you know, happy to your face, but then like, you know, oh no, you know, they they'll they won't hesitate to pull the switch. You know what I mean? Potentially, potentially, sure. You know, and there are, and you know, trust me, in my life, I've met plenty of of people, specifically women, who are like that. But and I see where you're coming from, and I don't disagree with that point. I just don't. I, I think you're reading into the character slightly too much. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. not that that's not there. Oh, definitely. I, I mean, I, but um, I think you're, I think you're reading into the character and creating a scenario that maybe doesn't exist with her. How about this? And the reason why this is being brought up is because in comparison to Disney princesses, uh, a lot of people try to send out, okay, what message was Disney, not Disney, but the story trying to deliver? Like, cool. is it okay for you, all oh, little girls, you should hold out for the rich guy? Old little girls, you should hold out for, you know, uh, the, the prince or, you know, whatever the hell. Um, kind of kind of the mixed message to, to yeah. young girls. Uh, that would be the argument, I guess. That you shouldn't give this guy a chance, you should give this other one a chance. Yeah, but in this specific context, she's not giving the douchebag a I guess chance. It doesn't empower because he's the best looking. But yeah, yeah, you're well, right though. Even if they say it, it, it seems like it's more of like a female empowering thing. So that's not even a wrong thing. Like why? Yeah, as a male, why wouldn't I? You know, uh, hey, Eric, you should go for the best thing. So yeah, I should. So I shouldn't be mad when <laughs> I'm catching myself. I am my own worst enemy when it comes to this shit. I'm just catching myself in every argument. I see what you're you're you're, but, try, you're trying not to be a misogynist, but you kind of are being one right I'm, now. I'm like the best Libra ever. <laughs> I'm actually going to side with Eric a little bit on this and the reason why is because she doesn't fall in love with the beast until he shows her the library but, but that's the point that's, that's the nuts. point well, you, you know she, what? she gets lubed up over the library because she's been like oh my god all these books maybe this guy isn't as bad as I thought because this is what I like. Yeah, it was, that was a big change, I guess, right? Where she, where there was like a, yeah, the, the likeness. And uh, you know what, though? Um, the other part is, as you say that, Jordan, is that uh, um, everyone in the town was like already, was already about it, right? And the Beast is the only one who was just like, listen, I could give a shit who you are. I'm gonna lock you in the cell, and then obviously she has people helping her. We're gonna get you out. Yeah, I mean, she literally walked through the town square, and they were singing a song about how hot she was. Yeah. Like that would kind of get me too. So yeah, she needed a slap in the face. So go for the guy who's the. Oh man, yeah. we're see. This is yeah. why we talk through it here, everybody. I'm learning stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm learning stuff. That's the other part too. Is that uh, uh, there's some some I don't know during that. The end part of the bonjour, I think there was a part where she was uh, Belle was doing the end note, and then you know that that hill that's outside of the village. Um, mm. They've gone to that shot a few different times. There's a there's a hill, almost like a sound of music style, and then in the horizon you see the village. I was just like, uh, she started in the village at one point, and then she ended the note on top of that hill. I remember leaning over to my sister, just like that's like a fucking five mile hike. Like, how did she? <laughs> How did she just it, held that note? Or, or was it a total Sound of Music ripoff? Yeah. 
It was very Family Guy esque. Yeah, it's very just like <laughs> nice. Yeah, Family Guy esque. What'd you guys think of the Beast? Uh, I was. I actually have a difference in opinion on the Beast. Um, not from the character, but just by the way he looks. You know, um, I had the total opposite effect. When I first saw the promotional photos of the Beast, I was like, oh, that doesn't look very good. Throughout the movie, though, my opinion changed. But at first glance, I was not. I was not excited. I was disappointed with the way he looked. What'd you guys feel about that? Well, they they made it as close to the the cartoon as they could without it being the cartoon. You know, I'm not saying that I liked or disliked it. I more was I more didn't care because like it was more along the lines of the story than it was what the beast looked like because that's never the story. You know, the story to me of Beauty and the Beast was doesn't matter what this fucking guy looks like because he's a he's a good guy. She fell in love with him. True love's true love's first kiss changed him back to who he was. She, but the thing about that and going back to that original point and skipping ahead for a second, the look of relief that's always bugged me on Belle's face when she falls in love with the beast and he she kisses him and he turns back into a human and he's good looking. The look of relief on her face pisses me off something fierce. Just to go back to the previous right, I'm going point. back to that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. She's just like, yes. And he's yeah. hot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it proves that it didn't matter. But at the same time, the look of relief on her face when she saw that he was hot. You know what I it's, mean? Like, it's, it's just, that he's oh, alive. God. Not obviously. Score. Yeah, well, no, and she's alive, and he and he's, like, lifted up in the air. She's like, oh, my God, what's that? And then the fur starts to fall off, and then, like, you can see her pupils get really big and real dilated when she's like, oh, and he's hot. I yeah. fucking just scored. Yeah, it would be, uh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> if it was the other way around, wouldn't you be the same way? If it was, yes! Just... Oh, absolutely. If I mean, I mean, you know, if you fell in love with, like, a, a, a beastly female creature... That turned out to be, you know, like uh, Emma Margot Watson. Robbie. Emma Watson. Oh, dude, that's an <laughs> I idea. I would be really. We sh- there should be a flip of this. Like, what would, do you think it would a be? A Beauty and the Beast flip. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast flip. Maybe set in. You could do like a period piece on it. You know, it doesn't have to be France. It can be something modern. Because obviously, if you're, if you're flipping the roles, you might as well make it. You know, uh, something else. So I don't know. It, it, it might have to be two a.m. at you know two a.m. in downtown Manhattan. Yeah. And she's a beast when you're drunk Damn and you wake up. <laughs> when you and when you wake up, you know she's actually Emma Watson. You're like, yes. <laughs> I, I wonder how you would do it because I mean the castle part. I don't know. Maybe you could do something in like South America or something. But like, uh, uh, I think that would work. I think if you could flip the script and have it be, that would be interesting. It it would it's a very fine line. I'm I'm but I'm intrigued. You can you can hear my gears turning as I say it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what would be called though? Would it be called Dude and the Beast? Uh, no. I mean they already did another one. It was was it called Beastly with uh, Vanessa Hudgens, right? Mm-hmm. Really? Is yeah. that the, kind of the same concept? Yeah, it was a modern day uh, kind of a, a tween uh, movie. Oh. All right. Uh, so yeah, where they just a lot of hot people. And, uh, wasn't there wasn't there a brand new Beauty and the Beast TV show that only lasted a season recently? Is that what it was? I, I don't know. I know there was the one with Ron Perlman. That one came out in the '90s with Lima Hamilton, man. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a good one. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. 
Well, let's let's talk about the controversy that went behind this too. I mean, because we're talking about casting, yes. and, I, and I liked all the casting. Like Luke Evans's Gaston, that was pretty good. Uh, that was really good. Josh Gad. Yes, let's talk about him. So the controversy that Eric you were talking about was okay. So what is it's it's Gaston, and what's the guy's name? Lafou. The other. Lafou. Lafou. Yeah. Okay, LeFou. Well, clearly they're calling him, you know, the fool. Okay, so LeFou. Yeah, it's a, it's that that's a big clearly that's French. Uh, that's an homage to French comedy. Clearly, is gay for Gaston. Clearly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh wasn't like that in the original cartoon as I can remember. But no. uh, yeah, yeah. So the controversy was there was a lot of gay subtext in this movie uh it was not gay subtext it was gay right there especially at the end it was it was gay gay something i don't know i mean like it it didn't bother me i don't know what the controversy was no i uh yeah i I don't the homosexuality didn't bother me either it was very uh it was undertoned it made me laugh at the end with the with the joke uh, where the, uh, the the two characters kind of find each other in a in a ballroom dance. That was kind of funny. Yeah, that was kind of funny. That Lefou and uh, and then that other guy who got and turned into drag who liked it. Yeah, found each guy other. number three or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I I did not see it. Uh, the controversy is the Bible Belt evangelicalist mothers that got pissed off. I don't understand it. It's not that big of a deal. So whatever. A character is borderline gay for another character. It's a, Whatever. It's a, I think it's a big, big deal because it's a Disney movie. Who cares? Yeah, just, it's going to show you that Disney doesn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, and well, it, I, I Disney like never that gave too. a fuck. Yeah, no, I, Disney I, never gave a fuck. They did a really good job. I, I, that's one thing that I actually noticed. There was a, a very diverse cast in in Old France. And yes. <laughs> yes. There was but, black people, guys. Well, no, well, I mean, even more. There was all. There was all, all, all races. It was very mixed, and uh, I think it was, um, it was good because it really made it seem like this was more of just a fun musical. Like it's just a family fun, and it's, it, it was very. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Like it, it didn't even. Uh, yeah, no, I completely agree with you. It, it it didn't matter to me. Now, people, that, what you guys were talking about, like you brought it up, is that it, people are making a big deal out of it because they're pieces of shit. But well, you know, find something. They got people got to argue about something. It, it's just yeah. It, but, it's like, you know, if you remember, like from back in the day when Kevin Smith was doing his like his walkabouts, like through through college towns and whatever, and when Dogma came out, he told this story about how people were you know. Uh, boycotting his movie and it's like so he would go out and protest with them because they didn't know who he was and he would be like you know dogma is dog shit and like holding the hands and like make out with guys like Jason Mewes and stuff just to to troll the, the, the Christian right you know and you know so it's like it's unfortunate that people have to make a big deal out of something that it it doesn't conform to them but lest they lest we forget that kids nowadays in high school no longer they don't make fun of the kid because he's black. They or beat up the kid because he's gay. They beat up the bigot because he's a bigot. 
they make a big they say that you're not that you you're not fair enough you're you, you know it's become a pussification of america in a certain degree not that i'm for <laughs> pro beating up gay people or pro beating up black people i'm not by, by any means but what i'm saying is is like the way the our kids are nowadays is you know it's it, they they want to be equal they don't care if you're gay they don't care if you're black they don't care because it doesn't fucking matter. I think it depends on what area you're talking about. Because it's still, it's. Still, oh, I mean, I'm not. Ta- I'm not by any means talking about Greenbow, Alabama. You know what I mean? I'm talking sure, about, sure. you know. But at the same I, I, time, I, I think, you, I think you know. you're talking about the tide. Uh, yeah. Which is kind of going that. Yeah, it it definitely is different. Because I this is off subject, not really. But I have seen, you know, just driving through my town, jocks hanging out with skateboarders and cheerleaders hanging out with stoners and it's like what 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 world is this when uh, did this happen yeah i'm kind you know of pissed I mean? damn what the fuck i was at the i don't of, like this at the end of the cafeteria with my stoner crowd like back in back in my day those jocks stuck with them jocks every, and we stayed and, separated and, like yeah we separate we segregated ourselves back in the day back in the lunchroom yeah. it was me and the boys <laughs> that played baseball and them football players, they stayed in their damn corner where they belong. <laughs> <laughs> and we watched Beauty and the Beast with no gay subtext, damn it. <laughs> what did you guys think of the uh, the CGI in this movie? CGI was great. Um, I really liked the characters. I can't tell any of the names because it's been forever since I've seen the original Shut and up. it's hard really? to remember. I, know, I got all the names. Yeah. I got Lumiere is the, the candlestick. Can- is the candlestick. candlestick. What's his name? Lumiere. Okay, okay, well, okay, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Foxworth, right? Foxworth? Uh, Cogsworth, yeah. Be our Cogsworth, guest, Cogsworth. be our guest. Yeah, like, that was a, a okay. lot of fucking good eye candy, be our guest. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. And that Bell was great. And Bell still didn't get to eat during that entire thing. Like, do you guys, do you guys see this in 3D? Because I wish I did. I did not. No, I didn't, I, I didn't think I would need to. But after seeing that, I was like, holy fuck. I think I might... <laughs> Like it's either this or Doctor Strange. Like both. Did we, hmm. that, that was a that was quite like there was a lot of kaleidoscope effect. Man. Yeah. Uh, I remember. But it that it it, it was, was awesome. very much, if not, I have to rewatch it, but close damn to it to the the shot for shot shot for shot remake. It pretty damn close, if not a you know if not exact. Oh, I think they they went uh, above and beyond with this one. Like this was. Uh, like, remember in uh, the original, or another, yeah, the, the cartoon version, um, the big deal was the ballroom scene because of the shot that they had, the CGI, the computer, of the, the chandelier, yada, yada, yada. I think that this sequence would, might have been that ballroom scene. Like, I can just tell that there was just a lot of production oh. that went into this. Like, that was where the good. money was. There was there was a lot in there, and uh, it looked very good. And the you know, way that Emma X, Watson Eric, was playing with it too. Yeah. You're right on that. Because I remember, you know, just as a kid, you know, like when you, you just have like blips of memories, you know. I remember in 91, like them heavily pushing on the trailers of that ballroom scene about how awesome, how they were going to do like this whole wide shot or whatever, you know, how it looks so cool. It's, it's a, and now it's this, yeah, now it's this dinner scene. It's it's great. It's wonderful. And to go on that, the ballroom scene in the cartoon movie I thought was a little bit better than the ballroom scene in this movie. My personal opinion. Well, but you got to keep in mind that like you're – and I, I was waiting to bring this up because I was going to ask later about it. But like 
I liked the cartoon version better, but that's because of nostalgia. Sure. I think, and I think that's probably why you're saying what you th- you just said, Jordan. Like, why the ballroom scene was that much was that much bigger of a deal than it was in this one? Because as a kid, '91, you know, and then later on, like that's that's the quintessential Disney moment for this movie, you know. And this is this is not our version of this movie. This is this is Jordan. This is your daughter's version of this movie that she'll grow up with. Ah, uh, good point. Yeah, good point. You good know? reference. Yeah. Hmm. And it's a, it's not a bad thing, really. Like it's. No, it's, it's not. Yeah. It's got all the songs that we know and love. You know, it's. Yeah, I. I and There's I, a few I didn't remember. Like there was a one where where. Well, they uh, added a couple. They, they added, did they add added, a couple. They added, yeah, they like, added a couple. They added like, like four or something like that. Uh, Do I, I don't remember. That beast you guys has, has a solo. That... Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Do you guys? Do you guys agree with me that? Uh, that the Beast solo, the one after Bell leaves, was the weakest of all the songs. I thought that was really weak. Well, it, it, it's a male solo, and in musicals, male solos are. I mean, can you think of any to remember? Like maybe Fan of the Opera. Rent. Rent. Yeah, Rent. You know, it's like it, it's hard when you to have a, a solo in a musical as as a male lead. It's uh, it, you have a lot. Of expectation that goes into it, and so all those that we hmm. mentioned are are legendary on their own. You know, music of the night is. Wicked had a great one too. I mean, so these these are big musicals, that, that, and so um, for this one, like I, this movie was treated a lot more like a musical, and I really enjoyed it. And in that part, it wasn't bad. I I enjoyed it, but uh, no, it's not memorable. No, it, it it really wasn't. Uh, but what was but what was memorable was the fight at the end. That was really great. I really enjoyed it. How uh, how the fool uh, changed sides and and all the furniture was going. Nuts. I mean, I really enjoyed the shit out of the end fight. That was great. Besides the fact, I don't know why they decided to give Gaston a gun instead of a knife. Because in the cartoon version, he went after the beast with a knife Blood. and stabbed him. Or, or maybe just budget too, because in, in gun it can be very more, uh, very much more theatrical. Uh, just positioning and sound would work as a gun, whereas in stabbing you actually have to use motion or you have to use gesture. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe it's more climactic too. Really, you think? Because I thought it was kind of anticlimactic when he was shooting the beast with the gun. I mean, well, I just, well, I just think, would rather have seen the knife. Well, think of, of of the end fight. Because chore- uh, choreography has to play a big part in this too. Uh, think of the environment they're in. They're doing like on the the arches and the, the peaks of these uh, of these towers in the uh, in this castle, which was really awesome. By the way, we get to see a lot more of the castle. Like we had to see bridges. We yeah. Had to see, yeah, it was really cool to see a lot more of the castle. But um, they're limited on their movement, and so guns just kind of make it easier just to kind of point and shoot over a range, you know. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I hear your point. I just, I just, I was just looking for something more uh, man on beast kind of a scenario. Literally, you know what I mean? Like, you know, just you know, paws versus fist kind of a kind of a scene. You know, I was looking for something more brutal. I mean, oh, we just got, a little bit. More. We got a little bit of that where beast kind of was hanging him over the side. Yeah, but and we he let him go. He, yeah, we knew he wasn't gonna to change drop him. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was it was okay. It was it was fine, but I you mean, were the chosen one. 
You <laughs> was said that you would destroy the Sith, not become them. Good for you, Beast. <laughs> um, but yeah, You're my brother. As we're talking <laughs> about kind of going bored of that part, yeah. Um, can we talk about the rose petals? How kind of yes. they just they just kind of sped up real quick in the last. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's pretend it was a decade and that one fell off every decade. How long were they fucking fighting for? Jesus. I mean, <laughs> six yeah, months. I, th- I think it. I think it, <laughs> it definitely sped up. Like it. It seemed like they've been there for years, years, and years. And by when the story picks up, we still have kind of a, I don't know, like a half rose left, like at least a quarter of a rose, right? Something like that. And yeah. And then it went from that to nothing in the course of let's say a month. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because and, the, obviously the witch who had a change of heart at the end, apparently, you know, she was like, oh, my goodness, my spell's going to come undone. So I have to speed it up. That's just theory. I'm going yeah, with. And then she also had a change that. of heart. Question about that, please. Like, <laughs> thank you for bringing this up, because I had this thought, too. Go ahead, <laughs> at least in the cartoon, Bell said it, it. It was falling. Right. And then Bell said yeah. it. And so she's there was that that. That loophole she got in there where she said it right before it dropped. Yes. Yeah. And so wordplay before the last pedal falls, right? Yes. So Bell snuck it in there like a like LeBron James <laughs> or something. Like fucking... <laughs> LeBron <laughs> James is not very clutch. I am a Cavs fan. Let's let's pick there somebody else. Like uh, Michael. Co- no, it's Kobe <laughs> then. So she yeah. Kobe'd it right at the end and and got it in. But this one typical Emma Watson fashion, she's just like, Hold on. Wait, wait. We dropped. Okay, and I love you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Give me this right. castle. And... You know. <laughs> it and was course... definitely a WWE Championship one, two, kick out right before three moment. And the thing is, though, you guys are right because that was my problem with it. As soon as the pedal falls, she cries a little bit more. Then she says, "I love you," and the witch comes up and says, "All right, Mulligan." Exactly what <laughs> she was like Mulligan. So, another argument is, is that uh, a lot of people were just say, "Why didn't the Beast and crew just kind of tell them about their that they're on the clock here?" Like, you know, well, you you can't. That's not how true love works. You, thank you. That's that's complete. What I say too. She's like, no, no, no. They they stopped it. All the Lemire and Cogs because like, no, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Control. Yeah. Like, first of all, I can tell you this from personal experience. When, you know, a woman was starting to like me and I'm like, hey, listen, we need to speed this up because if you are going to like me, we need, I kind of need to know now, you know, I, versus letting it happen on, you know, on its own time. She definitely went and fucked a farmer. So <laughs> like that, <laughs> so that does not work. So you had to let it happen naturally. They've probably been through this before, you know, you know, maybe they've kidnapped a, a, a you know, a woman before. They yeah. have been there. They uh, they uh, have been this through before. Because I'm sorry, Ed, Candlestick guy, his name Lumiere. Lumiere. L- Lumiere. Lumiere said, "We can't let this one go." Yeah. Aha. They that, so they have let people go before. There you go. Well, no, we can't let this go. Meaning that maybe maybe the beast just was not. Maybe his heart wasn't captured like Bell captures. I don't know, but that statement made me imply, made me think, because they imply that this has happened maybe one or a few times where a woman has stumbled upon, and you know what I mean? Potentially. Maybe. What, maybe. Uh, what do you guys think about uh, uh, the crew? And it's like, do you think, why are they, 
so just like chill about everything, knowing that this dickhead beast, like, got, <laughs> got him all well, transformed. They're, they're not though. They're they're talking shit about him behind his back, and especially when they're starting to turn back in when they're turning into legit, you know, home appliances. They're like, oh no, I fucking can't believe that son of a bitch did this. You know, he let her go. What the hell was he thinking? You're pissed no, off yeah. at him. Yeah, yes and no. I mean, like, they – Eric, to answer your question on that, I mean, what can you do? I mean, like, let's say that they've been like this for – it's not 10 years. Let's say they've been like this for two years. I mean, like, there's nothing you can do about it. The guy's a fucking douchebag. He turned into a fucking <laughs> clock. Yeah, okay, right. Guess what? You're a fucking clock. All right, well, let's just try to get a hot piece of ass in here, and let's call it a day. I mean, what else are you going to do? Which, by the way, adding in a typical movie guy's thought, how perfect, apropos is it, that these people are named after what they turn into? Like, Lumiere is a candle candle holder. Uh, Cogsworth is a clock. Could you imagine if somebody was named LaDouche or something, how awful their time would have been? Oh, yeah. Been that awful, depending on whose it was. If it was Emma Watson's, then it'll probably a good time. Dude, yeah, so, but depends. I'm just saying. I have not done any research on, on the movie, and so when I walked in, I didn't know like who was going to be in it or anything like that. Oh and my I, god, yes. I, I, I did. I did an audible uh, reaction to a few of these. I'm not even kidding you. So the first one was in the first opening of the movie. I went, "Oh, it's Stanley Tucci." <laughs> yelled I like it was audible. I think the people next to me heard me and I think they laughed. Fucking Stanley Tucci. Eric. He was in everything, dude. Eric, can I be honest with you? What's up? I kind of did the same thing with Chris Klein. I said that in a couple of months with her daughter. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, Kevin Klein or Chris Klein. If it was but Chris was, Klein, uh, that would have been epic, dude. <laughs> that would have been crazy. But there was a couple of moms sitting next to us, you know, when their daughters were in like, you know, like the bell yellow dress, you know. Yeah. And uh and uh, Kevin Klein she was like, Oh my god, Kevin Klein, life is a house, awesome. And they just looked at me like, What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? What is this nerd doing? <laughs> Is he going to kidnap my daughters? Yeah. I think that I did the same with uh, Ewan McGregor when he popped up. I was like, oh, fuck. Right? Look right? I had no idea. And, and you know like, uh, he, he did like a, a pretty good 3D shot, too. He leaned in pretty hard. I wanted to. I should, I should see this movie in 3D. Yeah, we definitely got to see this high in 3D. That would be great. Yeah. We should, uh, Sorry, guys. I'm still, wipe, I'm still wiping boogers off. But, my um. Uh, I was, I was, uh, okay, during the movie, I was like, hey, Gina, you know, my wife, she's like, what? I was like, uh, the voice of Cogsworth is, uh, is, uh, Gandalf. She's like, what? I was like, see, it's Gandalf when he became good. human again. And they got, uh, yeah, Emma Thompson in there too, yeah. which was pretty a good surprise too. I know. And did they have the original person that sang the Beauty and the Beast song at the end? Celine Dion? No, she didn't <laughs> sing it. Yeah, it's Celine Dion and uh, Brian McKnight. Celine Dion did not sing the original Beauty and the Beast song. Celine I don't Dion? know that, but I mean, maybe. Uh, You're high right now. There's I, Celine well, Dion, yeah, that's un, well, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, hold on a sec. Beauty and the Beast uh, song. There's. I'm very Beauty sure it's Celine Dion and Brian McKnight. It's. It was not Celine Dion. I'm sorry, Dion Celine Dion it. and Peebo Bryson. What? Celine Dion actually did do the Tale as Old as Time song? Yeah, dude. 
Why, uh, it's people Bryson. I'm sorry, everybody. I but I, I know for a fact she she did it with Brian McKnight too. Yeah, here's right. a video of it. Fuck me. I had no idea that she does everything that's awesome. Okay. I guess I'm a Celine Dion fan. I was walking fan, out, right? and I was just like, the way that Celine Dion sings is like, it's it's either Celine Dion or Shakira, because they both got that her in their <laughs> in their Nice. Or Cher. You believe in life, I have to live. Yeah, they, they all have that, that kind of that same <laughs> style. Where they try to do vibrato, but it just doesn't work. It gets stuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. Let's get into our overall review here. Ed, how much money? How much money would you pay to see Beauty and the Beast? Um, you know, I, I, I'd pay full price easy. You know what I mean? We we had talked about maybe going to see this in 3D. That's not necessary. You know, I mean, like, there's some scenes, but, like, this was one of those movies that they just put out in 3D just to make some extra money. They didn't film it for that, I don't think, you know. Eh. I loved every aspect of the movie. I mean, I grew up a Disney fan. I love Disney movies. I've, you know, I've loved the lore of Disney. You know, I love the, the concept of everything that Walt Disney was. You know, my favorite place on Earth. Hell, we when you guys came to visit the last time we did a show here in western Pennsylvania, and we went to a certain establishment, what did I call it? The Magic Kingdom, because that's I loved it so much, <laughs> right? So, you know, all in, you know, I anything Disney does, in my opinion, is great. That being said, that stand alone, forget about the fact that... You know, I, I love Disney. This movie was fun. You know, I enjoyed it. I... I I thank God I didn't go see this movie by myself because that would have been super creepy. But like, <laughs> you know, and I made it a point to take somebody knowing what this movie would do. You know what I mean? So, so all in, you know, I, I, hands down, full price. Nice. All right, Eric, how much money are you going to give Beauty and the Beast? You know, I'm I'm actually going to have to agree with you on that. I. I really enjoyed this movie. Like I was pleasantly surprised with it, and not just because I, I didn't, not because of the fact that I went into it very uh, uh, unresearched, but I didn't really need to. I was already going in compared uh, to the to the first one. But no, I, I enjoyed it start to finish. It was it was I liked all the characters. They were fantastic. Josh Gad as LeFou was fantastic. Uh, I thought it was actually a very good casting choice on that part. I, everything about it was was really entertaining it was a uh, bright colorful a lot of move, movement it was done as uh, like a, a stage play a musical but it had a lot of that, that disney wholesomeness to it it was really good i got a lot of the the backstory of the prince which was which was fine because it, it didn't they didn't oversell it they just gave you a little little bit of kind of what it's about where it's not his fault his dad was a dick so he's got daddy issues lost his mom real quick there, that's what it is. So that that's fine. I don't I don't mind that. Like uh, it, it helped out. And then even we had to know about Belle's mom. Like that was a big part of it too. Oh yeah, yeah. big part about Belle's mom. Yeah, she died from the plague. Yeah. So like that was yeah. a that was a nice touch too. I um, I enjoyed it. There were maybe some parts where it's just uh, um, I don't know. You know what? To be honest, like, I kind of wanted the beast to be a little bit more. I don't know. I guess bulkier or fierce, but. Uh, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I can't disagree with it, to be honest. This this kind of uh, uh, more tamer beast is is fine. I don't. Know, I, yeah. Sure. I, the only the, my only thing is that I mean personally, I just don't like Emma Watson. She just bothers me for some reason. But even with that, that shouldn't affect anyone else's opinion. That's only me and my own. It's still a great movie. I pay full price. 
You know what? And that's across the board, full price for me as well. I enjoyed the living hell out of this. Um, I was excited about it a year ago because I thought everybody that was involved in the casting was perfect for the choice they were casting for. Um, I'm happy that it was a shot for shot, but also some new elements to it. It was amazing, though, because I have not seen, let's see, I'm 30 now. I saw the original Beauty and the Beast in 91. Let's argue, because I can't remember the last time I saw the cartoon Beauty and the Beast, let's say 95, 96 maybe. So it's been 20-some years since I've seen Beauty and the Beast, and I remembered all of the songs. That yeah. put a smile on my face. I've never seen it. I was like, years. oh, my God. Oh, yeah, so did I. I'm like, oh, I remember these songs. I'm really excited now. And the uh, movie gave me a lot of nostalgia. I had a good time. And, of course, it was always cool to, uh, you know, to see a good overall story. So, yeah, overall full price. I'm excited to see what they're going to do next because evidently the next live action movie is going to be Aladdin. That shall no, be Lion interesting. King. Really? Yeah, it's Lion, Lion yeah. King, huh? Isn't that, a John, isn't that John Favreau that's John doing Favreau. that one, or am I, am I making that up? Yeah, so am I making that one up? No, 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 you're right. It's a Jungle Book, which won Oscars. Now uh, this one. Uh, yeah, then uh, The Lion King. Although The Little Mermaid is coming out, and I don't I don't know if that's... that's, that's uh, apparently there's Disney, a though. there's an idea to make remake all the classic Disney movies in live action. Yeah, no, so yeah, of course. Little, Little Mermaid is coming out, I believe, this year, but I don't think it has the Disney tag on it. Can we look that up real quick? No, it does not have any Disney tag to it. It has no press to it. I just stumbled upon it on Facebook. The Little Mermaid movie has horrible. nothing to do with it Disney. Looks like, it looks like. Oh, it looks like garbage. shit. Yeah, you can't. Oh, you, that's like one. Shit. That's one of those things you just can't remake that live action. I mean, they're gonna have a. They're gonna have a hard time doing making Aquaman any good, and they're using fucking Drago called Drago. <laughs> That well, might work. Maybe. Well, I don't know. Ant-Man looked cool. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, we, uh, of course, like every show, guys, we enjoy all the listeners. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed Podbean. We know you guys are because you guys are downloading all of our stuff on Podbean now. So we appreciate that. Uh, so make sure to check us out at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Also, movieguyspodcast.com and berealnetwork.com. And next week, we are going to be reviewing the movie that Ed's been excited for for 10 years, Power Rangers. There we go. Go, go, Power Rangers. Uh, we went to go see Kong in do, Pennsylvania do, 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 last do. week, and Eric was so pissed off that they showed the trailer that he couldn't even look at the screen because he wanted to be surprised. So, sorry, <laughs> Eric. I'm still really pissed about that. I went all this time without seeing what Zordon looked like or what Alpha looked like until we saw that in theaters. I was quite pissed. Yeah, you, you you were pissed. You're like, oh, god damn it. And you put your head down. <laughs> He did. <laughs> Man. Oh, it was funny. Whatever. They, they look cool. They look fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for to see it. I'm seeing this weekend. So, But, uh, yeah, uh, also check us out on iTunes. Search Movie Guys Podcast. But, uh, Eric and Ed, thank you so much for joining me for this conversation. We'll talk to you guys ne- next week for Power Rangers. Have a good night. All right.